0: Everything is opposite on opposite day. Make me a deal and make it
1: good for me. I won't get full of myself, so I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song. Away, a song.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me in the rock room today, recording live and in person, may I present our Instagram queen all the way from Chicago, Ms. Lisa Solak, hello, Lisa.
3: Hello, how are you today?
2: I am good. Now, Lisa, you are—you uh, got in—you got in California a few days ago, but you got here at my house last night. Yes, sir. And you're going to be here through the week.
3: Yep. If you don't kick me out first. Well,
2: we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this goes. If this goes well, you're you're fine. You're in for the week. <laughs> do you guys have any plans this week? Do you, you're here with your husband Eric. Yes. You you sent him packing today. You said get. You said beat it. We're going to do these podcasts.
3: Yep. Yeah. And
2: he was and he was fine with it.
3: He was fine with that. He's visiting family.
2: <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, do you guys have any touristy things you're going to do? Are you going to go? You going to go to the beach? You going to go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame? You going to go to? I don't know the Academy Award Museum. I don't know. I don't know what well, you guys might do.
3: Most likely the beach, maybe a museum or two.
2: All right. Well, if you go to the beach, you got to ask me for beach towels and a big beach blanket. Sounds good. Unless you're just going to kick it around in the water, are you going to surf with Murray? No, it costs 10 grand to surf with Murray. So just go to the Patreon page and you can surf with Murray for 10 grand. Uh, I wish someone would do that. That'd be hysterical. (laughs) Um, No one's going to do that. What am I doing? All right. So Lisa, we've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, You have two topics. We're going to do the first one right now and we're going to do the second one later. But let's talk a little bit about Lisa. Where did you grow up?
3: I grew up in Schomburg, which is outside of Chicago
2: been there many times been to, when i lived in, i lived in chicago for six years i lived in the glenview area i've been to, you know i've been to uh, woodstock crystal lake schaumburg barrington you know berwin cicero which are not close to there but you know all all over the place so now you reside in
3: crystal lake
2: crystal lake and how long have you been there
3: since 96
2: and that's where jason lives yes right he lives at the camp
3: yes he does
2: how tired of you Of that reference,
3: I think it's funny. I embrace it.
2: (laughs) Um, and you have kids?
3: Yes, I do too.
2: And and, uh, do you want to give ages or names?
3: uh Ian and Clara. And Clara is seventeen. Ian is twenty-two.
2: It's exactly the same age as our kids. Ezra will well this this month. In a few days, Rita will turn eighteen, and in a week, Ezra will turn twenty-two. So, same ages, pretty much. Pretty cool. Uh, and they, those kids rock. They They're like right. yeah. they like the music.
3: Yes, they do, especially Clara.
2: And Clara is kind of likes mom's music. Yes. And that's good with mom.
3: That's good with mom, and she likes dad's music too. She loves Pink Floyd.
2: Yeah. Now, when your husband walked in, the first thing he saw on the wall was the autographed wall album cover signed by Roger Waters. Yes. And I feel like I need to take that down and put it downstairs in in, in the bedroom and hide it.
3: You should. He's,
2: he he jokingly said he might walk off with it and i don't know well him well enough to know if he's joking or not so
3: i i i've known him for quite a long time and even i'm not sure right now because he <laughs> loves Roger Waters
2: <laughs> and you guys recently saw him yes was it uh, everything that you had hoped it would be or that your husband hoped it would be
3: always yes yeah yes. it
2: i mean i'm a casual pink floyd fan i'm a casual you know Roger Waters and, and and David Gilmore fan and all that stuff, but I went to see Roger Waters perform The Wall live, and it was it was it's one of the top five concerts I've ever seen. It was so good that when he came back a year later, I went again. It the show is incredible, yes. and the band is incredible. Everything's incredible. So
3: everything's great. Everything's great because I bought him tickets to the Us and Them tour okay. a few years ago, and I told him if he couldn't find anybody, I'll go. Cause right. I, I was the same thing casual fan right I always thought I was team Gilmore <laughs> didn't really care either way and it ended up I went with him and about three songs in I was in tears I was yeah. moved beyond belief and I said I'm going with you to any Roger Waters concert you want to go. I now love this man. And I I was a convert almost instantly.
2: Yeah, it's kind of wild. That's Look, that's what live performance can do. That's what music can do. Um, the songs take on a whole different meaning when you're sitting in the room listening to someone interpret them live. So Exactly. It, very cool. Very cool. I'm glad you guys got to see it, and I hope you get to see more. Yeah uh daryl asher comes out here and he take. now i'm drawing a blank on who the, the drummer's name right now what is the pink floyd drummer's name
3: uh uh nick nick
2: mason. nick mason so daryl came out a couple years ago and he took me to see nick mason's i don't know what it's called flying saucers and, and, and a cup of coffee i don't know what it's called but uh we went and saw that and he's coming out again in a month and we're gonna go see it again so and that was a great show too um I called you our Instagram queen because you do run the rock solid Instagram. Yes, I do. And I appreciate you for doing that.
3: Even though you're a taskmaster.
2: <laughs> Post this today. No, I rarely say anything to you. Yes, you do. You I don't are. even, sometimes I don't even look. You could be, you could be putting propaganda up there. Your manifesto could be there every day. I don't know what's there. I should go look. I should no, go.
3: No, don't look, don't look. <laughs> uh,
2: one more thing before we get started. What do what is your occupation? Do you can you talk about it?
3: I can, just not too deeply.
2: Okay, well, I won't pry. You just tell me what you can tell me.
3: I am an archivist, mm-hmm. and presently, I am an archivist with the Barack Obama Presidential Library, not the Barack Obama Foundation. Mm-hmm. I am with the National Archives and Records Administration, and we handle all of his papers.
2: And is this a this is a new not. Not being an archivist, but this is a newer job for you working for Barack's Library, right? How long yes. have you been doing that?
3: I've been doing that since February of 2020.
2: All right, so just uh, a little over two years.
3: Yep. yep. So
2: a good thing happened during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and how is that company? To is it a company? What do you call it? Is it uh, an organization?
3: I'm, I'm a federal employee.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah. I bet I bet you have benefits. I do. And do they encompass the entire family?
3: Yes, they do. And I want to continue being a federal employee because of those benefits.
2: Excellent. Good. Well, that sounds like an exciting job. And I know that you're passionate about it. So that's what you want in life. You want a job that you like doing.
3: Yes. I love history. So this is great.
2: Perfect. And has there been a day when you've come across something and you were just like, wow, like you don't have to say what it is or anything, but you're just like, Oh my goodness!
3: Well, I can I can talk about it a little bit. Okay. Um, we have to do an audit of the specially protected holdings, which is anything that Barack himself has written. Okay. Or tu- you know, or wrote on, and we were doing the audit, and I had to pull out his final speech that he gave in Chicago. Okay. And it was handwritten. With handwritten notes on the side and even a little doodle here and there, and it—I've noticed that it seems like he doodles when he's nervous or thinking. Mm. And I was holding it in my hand. We had it because we have to count the pages and make sure they're all there. And it was—it was pretty wild. Holding that is pretty wild. Yeah. hand.
2: Now, what are the doodles? Does he like doodle like the Kiss logo up in the corner?
3: No, no, they're mainly like you know the squares, and then he turns them into three D and you know cubes and <laughs> what if triangles? It was, what if
2: it was boobs? <laughs> I would saying? I would never what? tell anyone. <laughs> and then he writes the name Barack U Boobama. Boob
3: <laughs> that would be hysterical. That would be
2: hysterical. Okay, that now that never happened, guys. I just made no, that up for nonsense. It's never happened. It's never happened. I have
3: never seen a boob at. <laughs> the library <laughs>
2: you're looking at one right now yeah across the table from yeah, you big boob all right here's the here's the deal lisa came up with this topic called opposites i don't think we've ever done anything like this before right i don't, I don't think, think so. so 665 episodes we've never done this before so we're recording uh monday october 10th i have to be honest with you i don't know when this this might not drop till 20 2023 you won't believe how many episodes i have in the can it's kind of crazy and then if i get a guest and they say, oh, this needs to drop when the album's coming out. That takes precedence. So, over the summer, I recorded <laughs> so many with people that we both know. And uh, and I, I just said, I don't know when those are going to drop, guys. So, just hang tight. Oh, I should also say how we know each other. Oh, yeah. Okay. So couple years ago. How many years ago was it? Kyle was still here. He lived here at the time.
3: I want to so, say 2016.
2: 2016. So yeah. that's uh, six years ago. Okay. So six years ago, you contacted me. I think he just sent me an email. He mm-hmm. you said, you're going to be in town. You're a listener. And you'd like to take me and Kyle to breakfast.
3: Yep.
2: And that's all I knew. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, I like a free meal. So I said to Kyle, you hey, this this woman, I don't know. I think I said, I don't think I said girl. I think I said woman. I don't know what this call women Gals.
3: This bitch called me. Just,
2: yeah, she wants to take us for breakfast, and this is the date. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, that that should be fun. Hmm. And now, if I'm being honest, we don't know you. So I'm kind of like, yeah, you, you have to go with me because I don't know this person. And, you know, it might not be fun because it might not be. Yeah.
3: I'm just being honest. Yeah, I might be lame.
2: I, I mean, who knows? I We don't know. When you don't know anything, you, you feel like you know me because you've heard me in your ears. But I don't know anything about you. So get up that morning and I go, are you ready? And Kyle goes, ready for what? I go, we're going for breakfast with uh, Lisa. I'm not going there. I go, what are you talking about? You're not going there. He goes, I have to go. And he had some work thing he had to do. He goes, I have to do this for work today. I go, are you, are you kidding me? I go, you're leaving me high and drag now. And seriously, I said, now I got to go eat breakfast with this woman. I don't even know. Oh, all right. So, uh, to my credit, I didn't cancel. Thank God. <laughs> so I go there. We went to Patty's in Burbank. So go there, to get your picture taken out in front, and think Elisa and I, and uh, and we meet out front. I think we gave a hug because I am a hugger. Uh, that was when you could hug 2016. Now we can't do it anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and then we had breakfast, and we had a great time.
3: Yeah, we we were there. We we were there in, for hours. Uh,
2: and that's because I wanted to work. I wanted to eat breakfast and then work us into lunch. I was hoping to get two meals. That's what I was trying yeah, to that's do. That's what I thought. Then next to us, um, because I know people. I mean, I I know what people look like. I know even like the most minor celebrity or someone that you know their name but you wouldn't know what they look like. So uh, director Paul Feig is sitting right next to us, and he he directed uh, Bridesmaids and the uh, the Ghostbusters movie with the women, which ruined Ghostbusters. Yeah. Not really. But, um, so that was, I mean, that was just fun. But you didn't care. You were like, I don't know. I don't know who it is. I don't care.
3: Yeah, you told me. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, good. Back great. to music. Back to
2: music. Um, so we had a great time. A couple hours there. And uh, and we've been friends ever since.
3: We've been friends since.
2: Um, and Kyle blew us off. Kyle and this blew this it. a great time. Blew it. Bug off, Kyle. Yeah. Um, now, you were out here because you were out here with some girlfriends. Yes, I was. You guys are... Uh, gigantic Big Bang Theory fans. Yes. So you were out here to see some tapings? Yes. And how many tapings did you see?
3: Um, Since, ooh, I don't, I, I'm not going to say the year because I can't remember, mm-hmm. but I think I've seen seven tapings. Wow. So, so cool. We, we would come out about twice a year. And that's what got me into Rock Solid because John Ross Bowie, was on your show talking yeah. about the Ramones, and that's how I found out.
2: Because you found him. you you Googled John Ross Bowie, and this came up, and you're like, oh, two things I like: the Ramones and John Ross Bowie."
3: Yeah. yeah, actually, I followed him, and he talked about being on.
2: Oh, good. That's good, because he had his play out at the time. What's it called? F- was it Four Chords and a Gun? Or yes, three chords or three chords and a gun.
3: Four chords and a gun. I was a um I was a supporter for that. When he was, because he did that through Indiegogo, I believe. Yes, and I'm,
2: I'm not kidding right now. I'm answering a text to John Ross Bowie. Oh, as yeah. we talk,
3: tell him I say hi. He actually knows who I am, which is scary. What if he says who? I would be really embarrassed, but just say, "Lisa from Chicago, the Ramones fan." He'll know me.
2: Okay. I
3: think. I'm, I'm really L- putting a lot out of line. Lisa
2: Solex says hello. She's here from chicago should i say ramones fan
3: or? yeah we were just talking about you and four chords and a gun then he'll know okay okay this is a little nerve-wracking guys i know you're supposed to keep talking like, Who the hell is this you know but john's great because yeah. i came out here to see the play and we talked to him afterwards and then i saw him in chicago because mm-hmm. he brought the play to chicago and i saw him again and he recognized me so I that's thought, cool okay he knows who i am
2: um he comped pilar and i into the play and then after we were in pilar's like we could have paid to come to his play i go yeah i guess we could have i go but he offered comps she's like i know but i'm like all right
3: <laughs> you always take the comps.
2: i uh, i love free i want free yeah give me free stuff always what cracks me up we talk about this a lot especially mike schmidt and i whenever i get mike and i in somewhere for free we always go imagine like what how much free stuff like a real celebrity gets yeah like the people that don't need anything free like a george clooney could go anywhere free he could call bono and then go see you two in the front row with no problem
3: yeah and they're not the ones that need it
2: no nor will they enjoy the front row as much as a super fan would.
3: Exactly.
2: My, uh, uh, my, my, how do I start a sentence? Ezra's friends with this, uh, with this girl in high school and I had to go pick Ezra up at the girl's house and the mom is in the kitchen and she had all this Rolling Stones stuff from the concert from the night before, like a program, a t-shirt and all this stuff. And I said, did you go to the Rolling Stones last night? She said yes. Now, this was the show when me, Mike, and Murray went down to the Staples Center and tried to get tickets day of show. And the only thing we could find were like tickets for $600. (laughs) And those two debated it. And I was like, I'm going home. I can't. I go, 200 is my cap. I go, and I don't even know if I approve that with my wife. I'm just saying, that's probably my cap. So we didn't get in. So this mom and her husband went. They were in the front row. And I think that cost like something like $1,500 a ticket. That's insane. And as I talked to her, she's not really even a Rolling Stones fan. Mm. Like she's like, I didn't know all the songs. I'm like, you didn't know all the fucking songs? (sighs) What are you doing in the front row? It was just like, and, and her husband works in the industry. He's, you know, he has a, like a big wig behind the camera job. I won't say names, but, um, but i was just like what that's not the person who should be
3: it's not fair in
2: the front row at the rolling stones
3: there should be a quiz <laughs>
2: there should be a quiz
3: front row people Rock and it's roll like quiz. it's like okay name five songs is it gatekeeping yeah damn right it's gatekeeping but i think they should they should earn that front row spot it shouldn't just be industry big wigs
2: yeah, I agree exactly. Okay, so yes. John Ross uh, Bowie just sent me a thing. He goes, "Oh, Lisa, uh, oh, I can't read. Oh, comma, Lisa is a sweetheart."
3: Yes, see, told you he knows me. There
2: you know. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give that a heart. heart. There you go. All right, we <laughs> have reached the point in the show where people are angry because we've talked for 19 minutes and haven't played a song yet. They don't realize they can fast forward it. Uh, my favorite part of the show sometimes is the upfront but that's because I'm listening to my own voice babble.
3: I like All right. the upfronts too.
2: So opposites, opposites, opposites. Here's how this went down. Lisa said, she's gonna pick 10 songs and then I'm gonna pick, and she's gonna choose a word in the song title. And then I'm gonna pick a song that's opposite of that word. Now, Lisa did not send me her song titles. She just sent me 10 words. And I'm just gonna read the list of words. It, it, they won't know what the songs are she sent me start black adore life son baby tony born cry and hello all right
3: and i have to i have to confess something here Mm -hmm. it was a typo damn autocorrect it's not tony it was tiny Okay. so i am really anxious to see what song you picked because i noticed a typo yesterday
2: all right well uh <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was tony and tina's wedding so i'm like could i find a song with tina in it but that's not what i did but we'll talk about it when we get there okay so then after i chose all my songs lisa sent me this list of words i chose all my songs then lisa sent me her actual songs and i found all her songs i did not change any of my songs after seeing her songs, I want to clear that up right now. Did not change any of my songs once I saw Lisa's songs. With that, we're going to go with Lisa's first song. Because Lisa will go first, then I'll go, and then Lisa, and then me, and then back and forth. And then I do have a playout song.
3: Oh, excellent. So. Okay. My first song is Start Me Up from the Rolling Stones. Just talked about them. Yeah.
2: All right. A okay. classic. Here we go. That was Start Me Up by The Rolling Stones. so my opposite word has to be stop. Correct?
3: Sounds right.
2: Now here's what was interesting. The first song I thought of was a Rolling Stones song.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And
2: so when you sent me your songs, I was like, are you kidding me? So here's the song I chose from 2002 from the album 40 Licks. It's Don't Stop. It's the first song I thought of.
3: Holy crap.
2: So the song you played was in 1981. The song I played is 21 years later. And they still sound great. They sound great. And then 20 years after that, I go see them again in concert. They're still doing this. They're still doing it. Have you ever seen the Rolling Stones? No, I have not. I highly recommend it because you will not believe how good they still are. Like they shouldn't be good at all. They They should not sound good at all. And yet...
0: happy price price line
2: okay moving on okay now this i couldn't find this song really yes so say what the song is and i'll try to find it on youtube
3: okay this is Paint It black by echo and the bunny men right it was uh from 1988 it was a b-side to mm. their single bedbugs and ballyhoo and uh
2: and is this is I this i love this version so this is another Rolling Stone song
3: yes it is it's we're we're starting off Stones
2: paint it black I'll see if it's on I hope it's on, uh, it's it's, on. I'm sure it's going to be on YouTube
3: yeah it's on YouTube
2: there it is yeah 12 inch single okay
3: why does it say playback unavailable
2: uh, sitting through this commercial
3: <laughs> uh, I'm
2: going to skip the ads
3: yeah I go to Bunnymen I, I loved them in high school saw my concert twice
2: all right, here we go. Why is it not playing? Hmm. It should be playing. This is Paint It block. Block. Oh, all right. Yeah. Thank you guys. And was the version you wanted, this live version? Okay, yeah, cool. the
3: live version is great. great version yeah they did a good job and I gotta give them credit because you know in the 80s when you had your kids that liked goth or new wave and stuff like that I probably never would have listened to the Rolling Stones yeah so when they do covers like this Mm -hmm. it sort of opens the door for people it's like oh painted black wait that's the Rolling Stones let me hear the original then you realize the original is great and then you start exploring more and more so it's great when they do covers like this
2: yeah the rolling stones have a bunch of i mean they're you know they're bluesy but then they're dark and then they're they're sexy and dirty they're they're a little bit of everything yeah they so have everything they really do you can find if if you tell me you don't like the rolling stones i'm going to say you have not listened to much exactly all right and again i just went with the song like just I didn't think too much about it. I was just like black white. Uh okay. So my song is by John Waite from nineteen eighty two from the ignition album. It's up there. It's signed to Pat with all my other stupid John Waite stuff. This song is called White Heat. This song is called White Heat. let's talk about lisa's uh, musical journey what was the first i don't know what the format was when you were growing up was it was it still vinyl was it cds was it cassettes what did you purchase
3: uh i remember the first thing i asked my mom to buy for me mm-hmm. was an eight track oh wow and it was the cast recording for the Wiz <laughs> because we saw it in chicago
2: so this wasn't the movie this was the this broadway was the
3: Pro- broadway and okay. it um the touring company came to chicago in the early 70s nice and my mom got great tickets we were right up front and my sister and i loved ease on down the road sure and we asked for the cast album and we got uh we got the a track all right and we were i remember singing it and like marching around the dining room table <laughs> singing it
2: now sometimes A tracks would be out of order from what was on the album or cassette because mm-hmm. they had to do that Hopefully with a cast recording they wouldn't have done that because that would mess up the flow of the story.
3: Yeah, it would. It would. I don't remember that. I just remember knowing which button to push to get my favorite
2: song. To get ease on down the road. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you became old enough to seek out and find your own music by artists, what was the first thing you purchased? Like maybe with your own money.
3: I bought the 45 for um another brick in the wall.
2: All right, there you go.
3: Because it all comes full circle. We used to call my sister and I. My sister is four years older than I am. We used to call the Loop constantly, and the Loop was a record. W L U P. Yep. And the you, it was easy to remember the phone number because it was five nine one rock five nine one roll. Yep. And we had a fort down in our basement, and we would go in our fort with our radio and pull the phone in there and call and ask for the wall constantly. Mm-hmm and they wouldn't play it all the time obviously and we saw it in the store and i bought my own copy so i wouldn't have to call the loop all the time
2: i wonder how much a 45 was back then like a dollar 75 cents yeah a dollar you get two songs yeah flip it over see what's on the other side
3: and you got it if it was 99 cents boy that was a deal because you know you saved that penny
2: oh and if it was a picture sleeve it just felt it was was awesome yeah when it was just a sleeve you're like boo
3: yeah yeah my um my wall one was just a plain sleeve just a sleeve damn it it's like bummer
2: Uh, Yeah, we had a, again, when I talk about where I grew up, it sounds like Mayberry, but we would walk downtown, which was about three blocks from my house, which seemed like a long way. And now you, you get down there in four seconds and there was a Teresa's music store. Now they, you could take lessons there, like whatever guitar lessons drum lessons anything they taught everything but then they had a section where you could buy sheet music and you could they had some albums and it had some 45s so since i could walk there that was where i would go to buy 45s perfect never bought albums there i don't think because they were priced a little
3: high Mm -hmm. but the
2: 45s were comparable to anywhere else
3: there you go so that
2: was fun just to i can see it i can see it i can you know i can see where they're and flipping through them so fun
3: my record store was rose records in schomburg,
2: All right. And, yeah, eventually my record store then was National Record Mart, I believe is what we had in, in uh, it was in Altoona, PA. But
3: Oh, there you go. I know Altoona.
2: All right. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. All right. Your next one. Kind of new. Kind of newish.
3: My new one here, this new one here, is Adore You by Harry Styles from his album Fine Line
2: it's a good song it's a good album this guy's three for three i think on his albums
3: they are all his albums are great
2: yeah it's pretty cool it's
3: it's amazing
2: he's like a taylor swift like everything seems to you know unless you don't like taylor swift
3: he's better than taylor
2: (laughs) okay here we go (laughs) i can tell by the look on your face Great, great.
3: Yep. Would that have qualified as a stop-start song? I heard a Hmm. bit of a pause in there.
2: I can tell you what. It was way better than about uh, 70% of the shit that we were sent. So, yeah, I might have... If I had played that within the context of that episode, I might have given that a pass for sure because, uh, because people let me down that day, Lisa. I didn't. You didn't, but people did. Yes. And you know who you are, Hildreth. People know...
3: I was dying. I love that episode.
2: Jeff Frank, you guys thought we were friends.
3: Here here comes the hate mail again. Try to
2: sabotage our show. (laughs) All right. So the opposite of a door would be, you know, I, you know, loathe or hate, which is what I took. Hate. And this is kind of a new song, too. This is from 2020. This is from my girl Chrissy Hind and Pretenders. This is hate for sale.
1: Hate for sale, hate for sale. He won't get hung and go to jail. He's gonna curl the tongue and a curly tail. But mostly he has hate for sale. A colored lover and head and title. A guy.
2: my uh that's my girl chrissy she's my uh number one on the wish list for rock solid guests
3: that was good i like that
2: yeah that was from uh that album came out they released it during the pandemic didn't get to tour behind it people probably missed it but the album is also called hate for sale and it's good That was good her voice still sounds good like she can still snarl and growl and then but sing like an angel and love it
3: yeah she has great voice
2: yeah, and you know when you get older, your voice changes, you know. But hers hasn't seemed to change. Yeah, it's it's still on point. Still,
3: that is that is a the pretender's voice.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like Chrissy, uh, not Chrissy, um, Stevie Nicks. You know, she's a little deeper now. And you said you just saw Blondie recently, and she you said she wasn't that good.
3: Yeah, yeah. She uh, she can't hit those high notes anymore. She had some backing tracks and some backup the band was sort of lifting her yeah a few songs they were doing the heavy work yeah the heavy lifting yeah yeah
2: that's the thing about Mick Jagger again when you go see the Rolling Stones he's never had you know a voice that had to hit high notes he always sang like just like right here yeah and he can still do that without yeah. a doubt yeah he
3: didn't abuse his voice or push it where no. it shouldn't have gone
2: no so age hasn't affected his voice thankfully all right next up the word is life
3: yes it is and my pick was all my life by the Foo fighters from uh, 2002
2: yeah this song is just fantastic i love this song i don't know if they opened with it both times that i saw them but definitely the second time i saw them they this riff just starts and the curtain was still up and then when it kicks in the curtain fell all at the same time and they're just going Berserk. So, this is all my life. Love it. Love it, Lisa. It's awesome.
1: All my life
2: Sometimes I don't want to fade the song down. Like, I just want to keep listening to the song.
3: I'm hearing you, man.
2: Especially with the headphones. If anyone out there, if you don't listen to music in headphones, give it a whirl. Totally. Because it's pretty great.
3: I agree. I agree. Uh,
2: You also go deaf, but that's fine.
3: That's fine. How many times have you seen the Foo Fighters? Uh,
2: Definitely three times. But maybe, there could be a fourth one. But I saw them open for the police at Dodger Stadium. I saw them with Mike Schmidt at the Universal Amphitheater and then I saw them with Kyle at the Forum. That's when Dave was in the cast and uh, performed the from the Throne. Uh, Dave in the Throne rocks harder than a lot of <laughs> lead singers and band leaders that aren't in the Throne. Right. But that was a real that was a special night because Jack Black jumped up on stage. That um, and then Stevie Nicks came out, and her and Dave sang "Stop Dragging My Heart Around" with Heim on background vocals. So, I mean, and again, that that is what's fun about living in Los Angeles is sometimes you just you don't know who might just pop up.
3: Yeah, you get the perks.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, the word was life. So my word is death, and I went with a, a Kinks classic sung by Dave Davies. It's the opposite of the song we just heard, literally. It's called Death of a Clown, and it's from 1967. I always think of this song like when a famous comedian dies, like Robin Williams or someone. I always think of Death of a Clown
3: sad that was good. I liked that. thank you. my daughter would like that. She also likes the Kings
2: oh good for her
3: and uh c c r she drives me crazy listening to the <laughs> to John Fogarty.
2: You don't like his voice?
3: I have to take him in very small doses <laughs> and she she will put the music on and sing along full full force while in the shower or something and i'm just cringing the whole time
2: can she sing does she have a voice
3: she she's pretty good when she sings along nice yeah yeah she's got a lower register like i do a little deeper deeper lower register
2: (laughs) now your next song this is by a band i don't really care for but this might be this might be one of my favorite songs by them
3: i could Feel you rolling your eyes when I sent this list. I'm like, he's gonna see this band, and it he's just, gonna be like, "Oh God,
2: look and look!" Bravo to this band. They're still around with the original three, yep. and they were just here. They played three nights at the Will Turn, and um, I just don't know why this just doesn't. I think that I think that video for the first song take on me was just played so much, and it made me just hate it.
3: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that because they have some great stuff. Their album, um, Foot of the Mountain, is wonderful.
2: What year did that come out? Do you have any ideas? Was it the 80s?
3: No, it was in, um, I want to say, 2012.
2: All right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give that. I'm writing it down. Foot of the Mountain, I'm, I'm writing 2012. I'm writing, aha. Okay. I'll try to check that yeah. out.
3: Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm required to like them as a Norwegian. <laughs> We have, I, we have to like them.
2: Look, and look, I, I don't like them for just, for for no reason whatsoever, really. You know what I mean? I, it's not like I've listened to all their music and I say it's all crap. Um, and I do like this song. And I like, you know, I'm a Bond fan, so I like the Living Daylights. I like mm-hmm. that song. But uh, introduce your song. I've talked too much.
3: Okay. This is The Sun Always Shines on TV from 1985's Hunting High and Low.
2: And we are highlighting the word Sun. So here we go. kind of rocks
3: i love this part
2: now this is weird this is how much like john ross bowie texting me and we're talking about john ross bowie and i just mentioned the james bond song Mm
3: -hmm. so daniel craig
2: no 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 as that song was playing i got an alert on my phone because uh there was something I purchased a couple of weeks ago on eBay and they're telling me it finally shipped because I think it was like a pre-order type thing uh-huh. so I don't know if you collect uh, blu-rays or I I collect these steel books oh, the, okay. the blu-ray comes in a steel book mm-hmm. I'm like a freak for them I know a bunch of people who do it Kyle also does Travis Kennedy bunch of people we collect these so what I ordered a couple of weeks ago or, or one on eBay because they're not releasing them in the US they're only like in the UK. It's a steelbook for the James Bond movie The Man with the Golden Gun. So I just got an alert nice. for that. Now, here's the deal about this. Um I wasn't going to win it that day for the for my price point and that kind of bothered me. So I just kept slowly I was I just kept slowly driving up. Like I would bid and it would go you've been outbid and I would bid again, you've been outbid. So kind of being a dick because the person who has the high bid it's just it keeps driving what he's gonna have to pay up so then finally i did it one too many
3: <laughs>
2: and i won it and i won it for more money than i wanted to pay so karma
3: yeah yeah you bit yourself yep. in the ass yep dude, pal.
2: bit me in the ass so it's coming
3: that's that's a dangerous game to play
2: yeah i shouldn't have done it
3: that's a good level of
2: petty though yeah yeah it is that's why (laughs) we're friends a good level of petty all right all right so playing off the word "sun," I'm gonna play a song by a former guest and a friend of the show I'm gonna call him friend of mine because his number's in my uh, in my phone and we've gone to a concert together and and we text it's Alexi Lawless oh wow it's from his album Sunshine but the song is called Shoot the Moon here we go
1: it out till I opened my mouth and it was all just forgotten words and I'm still trying to get it right all right buckle up before we hear the storm ahead yeah. buckle up get ready
2: Alexia's has new music coming out because he sent it to me a couple months ago for me to listen to. He does that and I I appreciate that. And then he asked me if I'll, you know, give him what I think and um, I always just love it. So I really, but uh, I appreciate that he sends it and here's what's not fair. Tall, good looking, athletic and musical ability too. There you go. Come on.
3: Yeah. All of I it. I liked that.
2: Yeah. He's really good. He's really good. really good. He's really good. If it wasn't good, I wouldn't choose it. I wouldn't choose that's it. True. You know, because that would be weird. If I'm like, hey, here's one, and then we're cringing. But no, great. I love that album. I love that song.
3: Thank you for not doing Bad Moon Rising.
2: <laughs> well, if I knew your hate of uh, of John Fogarty's voice, I would have picked all Fogarty songs.
3: Because that's the type of friend you are. Put
2: me in, coach. I'm ready to play. His voice is, I mean, it's not, I mean, for me, it's not grating, but it is... It's uh, you know who it is yeah. when he's singing for yeah. sure.
3: And what's funny is I like center field. I can tolerate that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Not when you sing it. No,
2: my version's terrible. Alexi Lawless should do a version. It'd be gorgeous.
3: Oh, there we go. Perfect.
2: All right. Next up, we got a song with the word baby. Yes. All right.
3: This is uh, another one from '85, and uh, it is The Cure's "The Baby Screams"
2: from the album "The Head on the Door."
3: Yeah, great album. Sounds creepy. Awesome album.
2: All right. So the word's baby. So what would be the opposite of baby? Would the what would the word be? What were you thinking the word would be?
3: It could be adult. All right. And uh, I had a feeling of what you might pick for that for adult, or it could be man or woman. But oh. I was thinking you would go adult.
2: Did you think I would play like Adult Education by yes. Hollow Notes? Yes. Okay. Well, let's. I'm not even gonna. I'm just gonna start playing it, and we'll see if you were right.
3: Okay.
1: Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like
2: you <laughs> Lisa's face is uh, perfect right now. Old man, Her face says, please play John Fogarty.
0: I'm a lot like you
1: were.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I thought baby and I thought old man immediately. That's the opposite of a baby for me. I didn't even think the word adult, to be honest. I didn't give it much thought.
1: Old man. I'm dying right now. This is
2: actually Neil Young sounding good so too.
1: much more. Live alone in a paradise that makes me
2: think of two. Old man. You can laugh in the mic, it's fine.
1: That's so all
2: right. So this brings us now. This is in, this is very interesting. This is the this is the song. Uh, that was the typo. Yes, <laughs> you sent me a list, and in the in, it was the word Tony.
3: Yes, like the name Tony. Up. Yep.
2: So I looked up. I'm like, I I googled Tony because it's also it's a it means um, fashionable among the wealthy or stylish people, like very Tony. So I was like, still a very strange word to choose, but I'm like, well, that's what she. That's what it, so I'm going to, so I'm going to go the opposite of that. So what happened was, uh, I didn't have time to, to get into that. So I didn't, I didn't look for a song that was opposite of Tony. So when you sent me your songs, then I saw it was tiny. Oh, thank God. So then I picked a song off of that. So, okay. That's the story. This is one of your favorites, right? Peter Murphy.
3: Yes. Love huh. him.
2: This is a live version that I have.
3: That is perfectly fine. That's probably the uh, "Alive Just for Love." Yes. CD, yeah.
2: And tell me the song.
3: It's called "Big Love of a Tiny Fool."
2: All right, here we go. Stepping
1: on the road, he made his way to the style far land of his desire. Strange and hazy by the day Like all the pretty things you want to Sitting pretty like a bird Sitting pretty like a high-class fool The love of a time.
2: That's a very distinctive voice.
3: Oh yeah. I I I was just listening to this before we came in and I still get the chills when I hear his voice.
2: That's that's when music is hitting the sweet spot if yeah. it's giving you the chills after all these years. Yeah,
3: I've I've seen him in concert so many times I i lost count it's well That's over cool. 20. Times. so
2: he's coming within the area in chicagoland you're going i'm going no matter what
3: i've gone to see him in milwaukee a few times and then chicago every time
2: have you ever gone to a concert by yourself yes yeah i don't mind doing that
3: i don't mind doing that at all
2: if no one's gonna go with me why should i miss it
3: yeah because everyone because exactly.
2: no one else rocks why should yeah. i miss it exactly um and he's the lead vocalist for? Bauhaus. Bauhaus. And you've mm-hmm. seen them too?
3: No. No? Mm-mm. Because? Because shit happens, Pat.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
3: Uh, I have a baby. No offense, Ian. But you really screwed your mom over there. Way to go, Ian. Um, they've canceled. Pandemic. You name it. I, I have not. It's
2: just never happened for Bauhaus. never
3: happened. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. I had tickets to see them and then the pandemic hit. And then instead of rescheduling, they're like, oh, we'll just play Riot Fest. Well, then they ended up canceling Riot Fest oh. because Peter is back in rehab and I'm not going to talk about
2: that. All right. <laughs> well, my my hope is that they they touch down at Red Rocks and you can travel back out to... Denver
3: there you go oh
2: is that an amazing red
3: rocks that that has a great that venue that that made teenage 80s Lisa very happy
2: (laughs) all right I have a question for you but before I ask that I'm gonna I'm gonna play my song that I chose for me the opposite of tiny I went with large okay and this is a song from a movie that I I so want to like and I give it a chance like every five years or so and I just never like it, but I want to like it so much. And the movie is Popeye starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall with music by Harry Nilsson.
3: We're going to have words.
2: Yeah, I don't. I love Popeye. I'm a Popeye. Like I own all the Popeye, like 30s and 40s, all those racist shorts that aren't politically correct. Now I own all that stuff. They actually come with a warning like, hey, these were written at a time when. Yep. I love but Popeye. You, and you love this movie. -hmm. And Robin Williams is a perfect Popeye. Perfect. So this song is sung by Shelly Duvall as olive oil and this is he's large. And that's not a dick joke. Yeah. He's
3: No. He's large. He's Pluto. He's large. Peter Murphy to Shelley Duvall.
2: I know. That's an eclectic mix.
3: Hell yeah, it is.
2: Here's my only problem with Popeye. In order to get strong, what does he do?
3: has yes, he eat spinach. He eats spinach. Oh,
2: yeah. Before he eats the spinach, he's still strong enough to squeeze the can <laughs> and crush the can. Yeah. And I'm like, he's pretty strong already, I think.
3: Yeah, he just needs that power boost. He just
2: needs a little bit. It's like... Uh, It's like an extra shot of espresso for him, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. One, two, three, four. Those
1: are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers.
2: AutoTrader. Okay, since we were talking about Peter Murphy, my question is, uh it's that desert island question you're gonna go to a desert island you can take the entire catalog of five artists mm-hmm. who do you take
3: uh definitely peter murphy
2: all right peter murphy the damned all right
3: wow five artists
2: like Probably. a lot of people might be like well i want to take an artist that's got a ton of music but
1: yeah
3: yeah that's true but, but some a lot of, of artists music, have a ton of bad music yeah yeah definitely um i would have to say pink floyd since we were talking about them earlier all
2: right i don't know why i'm writing it down as you're saying i, but I don't but I'm I'm
3: fi- like i like are you quizzing me i'm this? physically writing it down you know and this might surprise a few people because this is sort of a newer artist that i've started to like mm-hmm. and i'm really liking him uh bruce springsteen
2: wow well, he's got a lot of music too all right bruce
3: and that's four right now huh? i'm
2: gonna call him the boss and i'm gonna write in taylor swift
3: no <laughs> kiss my ass yeah. wow who would I do for the last one
2: and I've noted no female artists here so what now no female artists sexist Lisa's yes. list is sexist
3: yeah it is what are you trying to say I am
2: trying. I don't know I didn't I thought maybe that would cause you to maybe think about a female artist
3: you know what then I'll go with heart
2: all right that's because good because
3: I do I do like their albums too. I've seen them in concert a handful of times yeah, also. So. They're great. Sexist. Kiss my ass pat. <laughs> <laughs> if you,
2: look, if you if you weren't you could have said suck my dick pat, and then that would have been like really not sexist.
3: <laughs>
2: All right. Next tune from the Lisa. Uh,
3: what is my The Word year? is born. Ah, yes. This one here is Born of Frustration. Oh, you
2: know what? There was a there was a autocorrect. It actually says porn.
3: Porn? Okay. Yeah, so. That's fine too. <laughs> so, Born of Frustration by James.
2: And I don't know I don't think I know this song at all. Really? I don't think so.
3: Okay, I'm a little surprised.
2: Let me find out I I don't know everything. It's from 92. Sounds like something from a John Hughes film
3: Yeah, it could could fit easily They got the angst down
2: This is 30 years ago, I like it
3: though
2: Of frustration.
3: Yep. Nineties. Lisa liked them.
2: That's how Lisa felt when Ian was born. She was frustrated when he was born because she couldn't go to that Bauhaus concert. Yeah. Um, Damn kid. My word. <laughs> again, this is James Bond's coming up again. Your word was born, and I went with kill. I guess I could have went with die or death, but I went with kill. So this is Duran Duran.
3: Nice. Meeting you
1: With a view To a kill Face to face In secret places Feel the chill Nightfall Covers me But you know
2: There's a documentary on Amazon Prime right now. I just watched. It's the Sound of 007, I think it's what it's called.
1: Ooh,
2: fine. and uh, it's good, but it could have been great. They they don't talk about every song, and I really think they should have. I really yeah. think they should have talked about every song and and interviewed every artist that's still around. And like they'll play one song. It's weird. Like like Lulu is on, and she talks about. Um, live and let die, but then they don't really talk about her song "Man with the Golden Gun." I don't mind the other artists talking about the other songs, yeah,
3: but I want to hear them. too. Yeah,
2: it was so it was kind of it kind of missed. But the Duran Duran part was pretty cool because um, I think John Taylor says they were at a party or something, and Cubby Broccoli, who produced the Bond films back then, was there, and I think John Taylor said he just went over to him and said, "Hey, when's Duran Duran gonna do a Bond song?" And he just goes, you want to do one this time? I mean, it was like, that's just how it happened. So,
3: and it's a great one.
2: I think it was a number one single, too. I think, I think it went so. number one for them. So,
3: yeah. I remember that video, Heavy Rotation on the old MTV.
2: Yeah. From arguably the worst James Bond movie, though. It's Roger Moore's last one, and it's, yeah, it's it stunt weak. double almost everywhere that I can see. It's kind of weak. They tried to make it not weak. You know, they have Christopher Walken in it, Dolph Lundgren's in it, and... Um, grace grace jones Jones is in it and uh tanya roberts is the bond girl and you know they did and duran duran they did as much as they could to get you in there and then once you were in there you're kind of disappointed yeah um boy your next song is great and i forgot about this song and i didn't even know who the actual artist was and just and this is an old timey one for you yes
3: this is oldie timey for lisa
2: i was four years old when this came out
3: I was not even born.
2: Nope. Nope. <laughs> Maybe not even thought about yet.
3: Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay, this one is "Cry Like a Baby" by the Box Tops.
2: It's such a good song. It's an Do the awesome Box Tops? The- I can't even talk. Do the Box Tops have other songs? I would
3: know. Well, yeah, the letter. Sing it for me. Oh, I'm not singing.
2: My baby wrote me a letter. Is that yeah, it? Yeah. All right.
3: Yeah, something about an airplane, you know.
2: Yeah, give me a ticket for an... Ah, oh, yeah, I like it. Okay, I might have to... Hey, Kevin Hartbarger, send me some Box Tops music. I know you have some. All right, here we go. I'm not going to pay for that. <laughs>
1: when I think about the good love you gave me I try like a baby I'm Living without you and driving me crazy I try like a baby
2: that's good
3: that's a good sign i love that key change
2: yeah that sounds good so good i enjoyed
3: that i love alex's voice
2: now my song comes from 1969 Well, there you go it's the first one i thought of and it's a band that begins with a the it's the guess who and the song is laughing What's the opposite of cry? Yeah. laugh.
3: Also so, a great song.
2: I agree. This is, we're two for two on these.
1: I should laugh, but I cry because your love has passed me by. You took me by surprise. You didn't realize. I was waiting Time goes slowly But it carries on And now the best years Have come and gone You took me by surprise I didn't realize That you were laughing My praise
3: to me
2: yeah, The Guess Who has like eight songs that I could just listen to on a loop. Yeah. Like, they're so good.
3: Yeah, The and Guest of the Best too. or The Guest of the Best the who. best, Holy the crap. best. It's a lot. That's a tongue Woo. twister. The best, the best of the, the Guess Who. Is an awesome album.
2: It really is. And they have tons of albums, but there's just that sweet spot of those early years that yeah. produced the big, big hits. They're just amazing. I mean, I love them just as much as I love any... Of the top songs by any of the bands from that era. They just, it's a sweet spot for me. I really dig it.
3: Yeah, definitely. All Good right. choice. Is
2: this, uh, this is our last one.
3: Wow. It's
2: unbelievable. I mean, I've, I just looked at the time of this episode mm-hmm. and it's not a long episode at all. Really? And it feels like we've filled it, jam-packed with uh, talking and music. How long do you think we've been recording so far? Don't look at any an any. hour. Yeah, it's just an hour and five minutes, but sometimes that happens.
3: Yeah,
2: it, they they don't they don't have to be four hours.
3: No, they don't.
2: I quality. love this episode. Quality. This is quality, not quantity. I agree. This is quality. Yeah. Also, if you're uh if you support the show through Patreon for five dollars a month, you're gonna get this episode early and ad free because you're nice. in the ASAP club. And, and anyone that's else, me. yeah, and yeah, and anyone else is gonna have to wait. I don't know, till 2025, till yeah. this drops? Uh, could be this year, but probably 2020. I really think it's 2023, but probably in January. But other people have already heard it, Yeah, and you're missing out. So suck it.
3: Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> um, I do know this album. I do know this song.
3: Okay, so number 10, last one. Say hello to heaven.
2: Now, are these some the of dogs? your favorite songs, are these songs yes. that you've picked? yes. And did you did you pick the words first, or did you pick the songs first when you decided to do this?
3: I looked at a list of songs on my um, in my library mm-hmm. and thought of keywords that would be good for opposites. Okay, and then just plucked them out.
2: This one, this song, you could have taken the word heaven.
3: Yeah, I could have. But you took the word hello because all right, it was the last song so yours would probably be goodbye and that would be a good ending song i thought yes because i'm a dork
2: no you're right and yet i actually picked a play out song on top but i like where you're going
3: because you ruin everything pat
2: i ruined it all i ruin fun <laughs> they, why i really,
3: started with start
2: i think my name's buzzkill yeah. oh yeah you did start with start look at you you're thinking about it and i'm and i'm not thinking about it this is your first episode. This is my 600 and, I don't know, maybe 700 by the time it drops.
3: I'll cut you a break. You're jaded. Thank you. I'm not jaded. <laughs>
2: it's a good Aerosmith song, though. singer on this
3: Chris Cornell
2: uh, rock and piece Chris Cornell oh yeah uh, say, say hello to heaven Chris Cornell sorry yeah. buddy what's with all these grunge guys that took their own lives so many of them
3: I I think that was
2: Does playing that music make you depressed
3: I don't think it's but I think people who had depression or were bipolar or mm-hmm. had issues or addiction issues. They're the ones that made that music. Yeah, and you know he he did his best.
2: Yeah, it's just um. I mean, look, I I don't understand addiction. I'm sure I'm addicted to some stuff, music, this, that, but mm-hmm. n- I don't think I'm addicted to things that would uh, kill me. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not a depressed person but when people have children and having children doesn't stop you from taking your own life i just i just don't i can't get my head around it i can't understand
3: it yeah it uh it it i'm still shocked and sad and i miss him like more than anything that's probably another thing we'll be doing is every time i come out here I go and visit him, mm-hmm. so I'll probably go visit him, and then I'll take my husband to go see Lemmy.
2: Is are they in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? Uh, he's
3: it? in Hollywood Forever, and Lemmy is at um, Forest Lawn.
2: They didn't just sprinkle Lemmy's ashes into an ashtray and overturn it at the Rainbow Room.
3: Yeah, you would think he did, <laughs> they, they, you, but no, he's and his area. He has a tiny little niche. It's about five by ten inches long. It's just, they put his ashes in there. So he's got a tiny little space. Wow. hmm
2: But let's, okay, so Kurt Cobain. hmm Lane Staley. Yep. Chris Cornell. hmm Shannon Hoon. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm missing someone. Uh, Whoa, Scott, Scott Weiland.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean. Big, it is, it's, it's heartbreaking. Big talents. Huge talents.
2: And then, you know a guy like i mean he's, he this guy's never tried to take his own life intentionally but a guy like ozzy osbourne is still kicking
3: yeah yeah and keith richards you know people make jokes about keith richards yeah you know being so old and still being around but you know <laughs> bless the guy i know right he's still he's still kicking
2: all right uh boy we brought the show down didn't we yeah. let's let's pick it up let's
3: pick it up yeah
2: let's pick it up with uh former guest and friend of the show patty Smythe and her band scandal goodbye to you see that's fun yes yeah. get right back up
1: waited, but you'll see
2: i love tennis i love john McEnroe, and there's a documentary out right now just called McEnroe. and patty obviously is in it Mm because she's his wife
1: yep
2: when i met her out here and she signed my albums um at the canyon club and he was with her i'm so bummed that i don't know what it was that didn't allow me to say hey john could i get a picture because it was just me and those two
3: you should have done it, man. I, I,
2: I'm sorry. I'm shocked. It's me. You Why know didn't what? I, you
3: bring a can of balls. Sign I know. Sign my balls. <laughs> sign
2: my balls. And I could have held the can like right there and go, yeah. "Hey, sign these." Um, in the documentary, she says that you know his thing is he'll yell, mm-hmm. he'll scream and yell, and then that's how he gets it out and then it's gone. She goes, but the first time she goes, we were together and the first and she actually I think she she says the first time he yelled at me. Is what she says, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, uh, we're we're done. I'm out of here. This is over." She said, and then like five minutes later, he's like, "You know, hey, do you want to get lunch?" You wanna and she's like, "Whoa, what's?" And he's like, Whoa, "What's wrong with you? That's what that's what I do. That's how that's how I get it out of my system." because it "Doesn't mean anything," and she's like, "All right." So then she's like, "That's we all know. That's what's gonna happen." Wow, I know but um <laughs> but yeah yeah i loved her she was so good um and i love him good for them stay together yes all right so we're at the end and i have a I have a playout song which i'll tell you what it is in a couple minutes but let's do a little bit of promoting where can we find you on you're on twitter on are you twitter? on instagram yes i am all right where are you let's hear your handles
3: oh geez make me remember uh my twitter handle is ala zero zero five
2: okay and what does that mean
3: that was my old core ID at an old job. It was just something that I always remembered. And I was on Twitter ages ago. Yeah,
2: because we call you 80s Lisa. So I'm yeah. surprised you're just not at 80s Lisa. Yeah. Oh, well. Why? Why? It is what it is.
3: You know? And it's then. Got my old one. And then it's on Instagram. I'm Gen X Fangirl. Yeah. All right. So that's a little better.
2: <laughs> and what kind of stuff will we, will we find on your Instagram? What do you post?
3: Crap. Um, just the crap
2: everyone posts Yeah,
3: yeah Just, you know, if I go on vacation I'll throw a picture up Or concerts I've been to Friends Just fun things I yeah. see So Food Sometimes If it's really good
2: If it's really something special Don't, you know, don't I don't want a picture of your corn dog
3: No, no That's bullshit No one sees my, my corn dog You're wasting my time
2: <laughs> uh, We were at Rock Solid Show Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Uh, T-shirts, stuff like that. We don't sell a lot of T-shirts, but we have nice T-shirts and they're there. So if you ever want to buy one, go get one. I don't see any, I can tell you 100%, I see no money from the T-shirts. But if you want to, you know, fly your freak flag in the form of a shirt, feel free. Because I do think the merch is good. Uh, And then patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast. Tons of tears. You can win prizes. And, uh, I don't know how I'm able to give a prize away literally almost every week but I have been able to do that and I always tell people it, it it can't it can't be doing it forever I've just been lucky enough to be able to get prizes so there you have it all right Lisa this was fun
3: yes it was I had a blast
2: you were good good some people get nervous or something I don't know but you were you were chill and you were you were good
3: Good. That's because right. you're a good host.
2: Well, I'm not going to take all that credit, but yes I, and yes, I am. I always say I bring out the best in people.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> all
2: right. Here's the song I picked. It's from an album called Silly Sing Along" from 2011. The artist is two-time guest of the show in person, both times, Lisa Loeb, and this song is called Opposite Day because opposites. Perfect. I typed in the word opposite. This is the only song that came up.
3: And it's Elisa.
2: And it's Elisa. Lisa, Lisa, and I'm called Jam. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Pat. Here's opposite day. Remember, it's a children's song. Don't judge too harshly.
0: I woke up this morning and the moon was still high There was snow on the front yard in the month of July I put on my pajamas when I jumped out of bed Then I fell to the ceiling and I stood on my head I ran to the kitchen and I asked my mom What in the bananas is going on? She served spaghetti for my breakfast with a side of flan And she said... Everything is opposite on opposite day. Things just happen in the opposite way. When your flippity flop is kinda floppity flay, it must be opposite day. There were squirrels in the water and fish in the trees. Cars were going backwards down the opposite streets. You gotta finish your cake before you your napkin on your head and don't say please everything is opposite on opposite days